Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We bring him in now, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. So, Ryan, what is the uh, give me the temperature in Green Bay when it comes to what is going on there. Well, they're not practicing today, uh, and it is a canceled practice. The team initially sent a, a, a release this morning saying the practice was postponed, but it is, in fact, canceled. Uh, there was a team meeting, a uh, players meeting this morning, to discuss necessary changes and how they could in, uh, what they could do to promote uh, and, and enact changes regarding social uh, justice. Um, so you're seeing the Packers really following the footsteps of what the Bucks and the Brewers did yesterday. Um, they were sent home after their meeting today. There is expected to be another meeting tomorrow that will have much the same dialogue. Uh, Matt LaFleur is going to speak with the media at 12.30 this afternoon, so imagine we'll get some more details there. But uh, basically the, the Packers are doing what the two other professional sports franchises in this state did yesterday and, and what a handful of NFL teams around the league have done, and they will not be on the practice field today. Um, okay, so you, you take a step back and you say, so where is this team in preparation for games less than three weeks away? Give me, give me your assessment of this football team from what you've seen. It's a big deal to miss a practice in this training camp. There's no question about that. It's not as big of a deal as missing game five of the playoffs and being willing to forfeit a playoff game. But it's a truncated camp already. There's a lot that NFL teams across the league are, are forced to, to really squish into the confinements of, of what the, the CBA allows them to do on the field. So missing a day of practice, it, it's, it's no little thing. Uh, where are they in regards to being ready for, for week one? I, I think that they're in the same boat as a lot of teams. You know, it's, They're going to do the best that they can. I also think in terms of what the temperature is, that that's very much secondary on their mind today. I don't think that that's for, first and foremost on, on and their thoughts is getting ready for week one. I think this has very clearly been made a, a day to think about what is going on in the, across the country, particularly in, in regards to the, the social justice and, and how they can use their platform to contribute to that. Um, so in addition to all of that, uh, I guess, um, the let, let's start with the offense. Um, I was reading – that, um, you know, Jordan Love looking okay, not great. Would he be a backup right away? Uh, and it was almost as if they were saying, well, Jordan Love's already a bust, I, which I don't necessarily, you know, kind of constitute any belief in. But let me ask you this. Uh, how has Jordan Love looked behind Aaron Rodgers? He's swimming. Uh, there's no question about it. I, I think he looks exactly like anyone that knows this game would expect him to look. There was no on-field time this entire offseason. He, he wasn't on the field until midway through August. Uh, so even the lack of the offseason is one thing. He's not even in a full training camp. There's no preseason games. So, yeah, you, you can see when you see him on the practice field, 
you very much can tell that the gears are, are turning in his head. There's a lot that he has to process right now by virtue of being a rookie quarterback in, in this type of environment where there's just not a lot of training time. So it's not a surprise that, that he's swimming, um, you know, from everything from footwork to digesting the offense, the playbook, uh, knowing his progressions, all, all those things are things that he's learning right now. So in that regard, Tim Boyle is ahead of him. He's performed better, but that's not to say that he's more talented and that he's the long-term answer there. It's just, he had, he's had a lot more time to develop. So give me, uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about to the running back position because I think it's gonna, it's probably going to be more vital this year than it was even last year. You saw the progression and you saw the advancement out of Aaron Jones. How does he look? And then you take it a step further and say, okay, who is then going to be the next guy? Is it going to be Jamal Williams? Is it going to be uh, A.J. Dillon? Who are they looking at it to be that next guy? I would say probably both. I think you're going to see a good bit of both in this offense. Jamal Williams does things that really put him ahead of the running back room in terms of pass protection. He's the best pass blocker in the group, and that absolutely matters with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. He's the best receiver in the group. I mean, he had five touchdowns last year. That was tied for the team lead with Jimmy Graham. So he's he's a guy that, you know, he – his, his ability to be in, in the passing game, not as a runner, not as a natural. He's not Aaron Jones. He's not a dynamic playmaker with the ball in his hands. But his ability in the, in the receiving game is something the Packers are going to continue to use. And A.J. Dillon, they're going to bring him along. He's a second-round pick. You look at him, and he's, he's a physical specimen. I mean, just he's carved from granite, um, from, from head to toe, really. And he's going to, he's going to play. It's just a matter of how quickly as a rookie I mean, it's a lot less on his plate than a Jordan Love but he's still a rookie in a very constricting confined training environment how quickly can he come along is really the question but I fully expect that he'll be part of the offense uh, then the wide receiver position before I let you go we've had a lot of discussion about that has anybody emerged really to be that guy Right now, I think Alan Lazard and Marquez Valdez-Scantling have both put themselves in position. You know, if they go with a lot of the 11 personnel with three receivers on the field, you've got Devontae Adams, and then you need two other guys. Who are those two other guys? I would say right now it's Lazard and MVS. Um, it's still really early, though. You know, they, they've put themselves in that position, but they're they're still very unproven in this league. And I know the Packers like the talent there. They, they like how Alan Lazard made plays last season, clutch plays, third-down plays. He had two of the signature touchdowns of the entire season, both against Detroit, one in the Monday night game, one at the end of the year. He was a playmaker, and they like that. They, they think he can build on that. He's also he's big. He's got great catch radius. Not a speed burner, but he's a big target out there. MVS didn't make the plays last year, but they believe that he can because he's got the talent. I mean, when he strings it together, when he's catching the football naturally, when he's running the right routes, his size-speed combination is rare. You don't see a lot of six-four-six-five guys that run 4-3, and that's what he does. It's just a matter, like Aaron Rodgers said, him being his own worst enemy, his own biggest challenge in terms of the complacency, the lack of consistency, not bringing it every day. If he's able to do that, they feel like he's got the talent to be a playmaker. So both of those guys are kind of it's, – it's definitely built more on projection right now than, than being a known quantity – but those are the two guys that I'd expect when they go into 11 and they have three receivers on the field, you're going to see those two guys a lot with Devontae Adams. 
Uh, and uh, just real quick, one more. Uh, when you talk about Tim Boyle being the backup, is Tim Boyle, he the guy by all means? I would be stunned if he wasn't. Yeah, it's just it, the, the word that keeps coming back to my mind is time. And, and one quarterback has had the time and the other quarterback hasn't had the time. At that position, more than any other, it, it requires time to, to grow and to gel and to really develop into being able to be a guy that can, make, can, can, can command 10 other players on the field to know everyone's job responsibility, to know where the football is not only supposed to go, but where it can go if the place it's supposed to go is not available. And being able to go through your progressions, it takes time for that. Tim Boyle's had a full year of that with Matt LaFleur's playbook. It's his second straight season being able to digest the offense. And there's a certain foundation, a platform that you get in year one that then you're able to build off of in year two. Jordan Love is still trying to find that platform. He has not had time to have that platform yet. So I, it's, it's not even a physical talent thing. It's just a matter of time. And one quarterback having it, I, I would be stunned if, if Tim Boy wasn't the backup quarterback early in the season. Great stuff, man. I appreciate it. I know you got to run, but thanks for being uh, flexible with us today, Ryan, and we'll talk soon, okay? Absolutely, Bill. Take care. Appreciate it. There you go. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, and you can find him at PackersNews.com as well. By Ryan Wood on Twitter. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.